Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Great to have your company for On The Pace on this Thursday morning here on Sky Sports Radio. Plenty to discuss as well. It's a busy time of year in the Bathurst region and officially the Bathurst Gold Crown Carnival kicked off last night with six heats of the tiara and we'll roll through those results very shortly. Today, we've got two cards of racing to look forward to, Tamworth in the afternoon time slot and we'll also have Penrith in the evening as well. Tamworth this afternoon with nine races kicks off at 12.55, whereas at Penrith tonight, we've got another nine races, the first there at 6.04. As mentioned, we had the gold tiara heats last night, and we'll run through those winners and therefore those that progress through. The first of the heats went the way of Forever Skyfall for Michael Formosa, a filly by four a reason. Luxa Turner, she was able to add to her pink bonnet success and remain unbeaten. She's now three for three for Ricky Alchin and the Laspina family. She was dominant and you would expect off the back of that performance and clearly the quickest heat win that she's going to be. Uh, prohibitive odds on favourite once a barrier draw, of course, is conducted uh, on Monday evening. Aramet Girl was very impressive for Gary Harpley and Cam Hart, a filly by Alta Cristiano. She rated good time and did it in nice fashion as well. Destiny Stride, another filly by Captain Treacherous, this time for David Miles, was successful. There was a dead heat in Heat 5 between Can't Hear You and La Dernière, so they both progressed through, uh, having to share the spoils for winning, but Oh, they'll both make their way into that final and perpetuity. Uh, very well bred filly by American Ideal out of the former really nice race mare, Bamako Marley for Emma Stewart and Mark Pitt. She was successful in 158 and 1. So with the six heats uh, and the dead heat, those seven winners now will progress through and they'll also be the three fastest seconds, which were in the three uh, initial heats as well. Heat one, Ignite the Fire. Heat two, Soho Honey Rider. And heat three, Tough Shaz. So as mentioned, that barrier draw will be conducted after the race meeting on Monday at Bathurst. Uh, so we'll have that group one final through then alongside the gold crown heats where there will be seven to be staged tomorrow evening, Friday night, and there'll be great races as well. Tonight at Penrith, looking forward to a strong card of racing, and Matt Rue has several key chances. He'll take a team to Penrith this evening, also has a few outside drives that he'll be looking to meet success with, and he's our guest for On The Pace this morning. Good morning, Matt. How are you? In terms of Bathurst Gold Crown time, we know that uh, you're a local. It must be a nice buzz around the region at the moment. Yeah, it is. It's always a great time of year. And, um, yeah, plenty of out-of-towners come and stay the week and really enjoy the festivities of the week and that as well. And, um, it's uh, yeah, they always have success too, the out-of-towners, when they come. And um, no different there last night. They had a good night. And, uh, yeah, so it'd be good, good if some locals can get on the board uh, in the Colts heats. In, with it being so busy from a juvenile heat perspective, it probably means you have to find uh, some different races for your horses and you're heading to Penrith tonight, which isn't necessarily a rarity, but uh, you're looking to place your horses in the right spot and they all appear to be decent winning chances tonight as well. Yeah, a um, bit of a case last night. We had the honorary stakes heats on here and um, they all could have fitted into that, but I would have had seven all in the same sort of race series and just didn't look like it was going to work out that great with some barrier draws. So we opted to head to Penrith just to split them up a bit. Um, and, yeah, we've come up with some nice barriers and some decent chances tonight with some horses that are racing quite well, yeah. 
You've got an outside drive in the second race. We'll go around at a big price, Storming Norman, but is a last start winner, so uh, that has to count for something. You've driven this horse on a, a few occasions, took 19 starts to break that maiden last time out, so it's, of course, going to get harder from here on out, but it was still a pretty impressive victory last time. Yeah, he did go good. He, he's got more talent than he shows sometimes, and to be honest, he's one of them horses who, up in class, he seems to go better than he does and when he's a short favourite in a you know mediocre kind of race. Um, Barrier 9 tonight's not going to help him, but um, he'll run a good race anyway, I know that. And the, the Veronica's always got him ready to go and um, that they're not afraid to head down to Penrith occasionally either and, and have a bit of success when they do. You've got two runners in race number three, Regal Reggae with the inside gate, and you'll take the reins on Darabont. Firstly, on Regal Reggae, uh, very consistent without winning in recent times and gets that inside alley where in recent times she probably hasn't had the best of gates to deal with either. So what's her gate speed like, and can she take advantage of the good gate tonight? Oh, look, she's strong out of the gate without being um, sensational. Um you're right, she hasn't had many good barriers lately, but she's got enough speed to, to be competitive from the rail. Um, it's a lot easier when you're in there and they've got to get across you. Um, it's sort of been the story of her career. She doesn't win out of turn, but can run super races in fast time, even um, with the right kind of trip. So whether she does lead or behind lead or something like that, she'll be right there with them. Um, I'm quite happy with her coming into this race. She's couple of weeks off the track we had to scratch her there recently but everything's uh, on song again now um it looks uh, quite sharp and ready to go so she'll run a good race in there and um like worst case scenario i think she'll be leaders back if she doesn't hold the lead from there but um she, she's a nice filly from behind anyway so if she gets a stroke of luck late she'll be uh make a presence felt anyway and Darabont just seems to love getting on the, the tighter turning circuits when he heads to the likes of Parks and actually has a decent record here at Penrith as well. He seems to thrive. So uh, it looks a sticky gate tonight with a few of the key chances to your inside. How does it play out? Well, he's actually got uh, really good gate speed. So um, whether he can get all the way across to the rail or not, I'm not sure, but he'll definitely get himself to the running line and then... Um, work things out from there but he really does love these half mile circuits and I think he's two from three at Panda from the last time he won there he paid 150 to one I think and, and just treated him so hopefully he can put in a performance out again tonight um, and he, he enjoys the mile trip more than the 10 furlongs too so things are looking pretty good for him in that race tonight too but um, you know if he gets caught without cover it'll, it won't be the ideal scenario but He's very fast off the gate, so you know there's a possibility he could even find the fence from there. Two really good chances in race number three. Move across to race number four. This is a pretty hot race, this, up to 63 grade, and a few horses that maybe aren't showing their best recently but are more than capable when they find a race of this nature. Treacherous Kiss is your engagement. She's a mare with a really good overall record. She's won six from 21 uh, right throughout her juvenile years, particularly as a three-year-old. She dipped her toe in the water in some fairly solid races as well. She's second up from a decent spell. You would expect there to be a fair bit of improvement from that first up run as well. Yeah, there will be. Um, things didn't really stack up for her great that night. She was first up for quite a few months over the longer distance. Um, I was happy enough with the performance. Probably didn't expect to do a lot more. Um, she sort of handles both sides tracks, but you sort of can drive her pretty aggressive on the smaller circuit. She doesn't mind doing a bit of work. 
Um, she had a great season last year. Early on in the year, I didn't think anything of her at all, to be honest. And she just one of them ones that uh, naturally progressed through and just kept getting stronger and stronger. So expecting a, a much better performance tonight than her last start, um, but relatively sort of inexperienced compared to some of the other runners in the race. Like I can remember racing 408 against Dance for Glory, and that, you know, in years gone by, and um, you wouldn't race the treacherous kissing him together. So. Um, Obviously, they're getting a bit long in the turf, some of these other ones, but they're still hard to beat. You know, they're, they're quite um, schooled up and know what they're doing. Yeah, certainly. That's going to be an interesting race. The fourth, Carlo Gambino, does look hard to beat despite the numbers next to his name. You've got an outside drive in race number six on a roughy and just rhythm, and then your final engagement tonight is in race number seven with Rockin' Down Under, a relatively recent addition to your stable. This is a mare that has good ability, but she's also got a fair few quirks as well. So how have you gone ironing out them? I thought she was quite good first up for you. Yeah, she was. I think um, if she was heading into that same race, the way she's going in for tonight, she would have held on and won that. She was needed the run a bit. Um, yeah, got quite a lot of feedback from the previous trainer, Michael Formosa, when she come down. And um, I sort of didn't realise that she had all these tricks when I said that I'd take her on. And the night I was trialling her the first time, I rang Mick and found out a bit about her. And anyway, she played up terrible at the trials. And then, so we spent quite a bit of time at home trying to iron things out. And she probably went into that first run a bit underdone because we were just trying to get her manners right. Um, she done everything right on that occasion and just fell short. Um, Barry six tonight's definitely not going to help. Um, but that's the thing with her. She has uh, behaved herself in the last trial and the previous start, but she could just turn up and get things wrong at any moment by the sounds of it. But if she does do things right tonight on her work, she'll be super competitive. Um, but barrier six in a pretty even field, I think it is, you know, it could be a bridge too far, but she'll still go all right. All of your major threats, according to the market, are drawn off the second row. Are you tempted to, to head forward or do you think she's not quite ready for that yet? I think I will. You sort of don't have much option with her anyway. That's where she gets things wrong is in the score up and at the start. Pretty aggressive kind of filly and um, she does get out good and she doesn't like it when you're a strainer anyway. So we'll probably let her go forward as, as solid as she can and just see where it ends up. And um, if she does happen to find herself in a prominent forward position over the short course, she could definitely run a good race. But um, it'll just be dependent on how much work she does have to do to get across, I guess. Your team of four heading tonight all look good chances with a, a fraction of luck. It would appear as though you think your best chance of bringing home a winner might be in race number three where you're duly represented there. Is that is that how you're seeing tonight playing out? Yeah, I think so. They're, they're both drawn handy enough there. And um, look, it wouldn't surprise me if all, any any four of them won, but it wouldn't surprise me if we all just had a, a bunch of places throughout the night. You know what I mean? Um to be honest, I think the best probably winning chance is Darabont, uh, but yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if the other mayor was close either. You've got one representative in this year's Gold Crown Series, race one, number one tomorrow night. Know the score. Uh, a good first up second. It's always nice to get that first run out of the way, and he looked as though he did everything right, had a bit of uh craftsmanship about him as well which counts for plenty at this time of the year but it's never easy heading into these sort of races what's your opinion of this guy yeah i like him he's a lovely little uh, character um got good speed and and good manners to go with it he um he was okay on debut there i thought he went well um though his previous trial was probably a shade better than his uh, first up run was 
Uh, but he's got a kind draw again on Friday um, with a, a very smart one drawn out wide in, in Bernie's cult. His name just escapes me at the moment, but well, he should have the gate, that's him. He should have the gate speed to um, to come out strong and, and take a, a trail on him. And, and he'll run an honest race from there. I do think he's come on quite uh, good since that first up start, but he'll have to prove uh, a lot to keep up with that uh, particular cult. But... um. Yeah, I'll be surprised if he's not, uh, you know, up in the placings there somewhere and um, probably a, a decent sort of consolation kind of type, really. All right, that's tomorrow night, the first of the Gold Crown Heats on a nine-race card at 6.12. Appreciate your time this morning, Matt. Best of luck not only tonight at Penrith with a few strong chances, but also tomorrow night at Bathurst and for the remainder of the carnival. No worries. Thank you very much. Matt Rue joining us this morning here for On The Pace. So if you're looking for one tonight, race three, number four, Darabont, uh, looks the best of the Rue Stables chances, but uh, with dual representation there, Regal Reggae looks as though she'll run a good race as well. So that's race number three tonight at Penrith at 7.06. That's On The Pace for this Thursday morning. As mentioned, two cards of racing today, Tamworth and Penrith, and we're looking forward to more gold crown heats or more gold crown action with the heats there uh, tomorrow evening, seven of them for the Gold Crown. There's also the Smooth Sutton Pacing Cup and the Trotters Cup, the Gold Coronet for uh, the three-year-old Trotters as well. So that's going to be a strong card of racing. Before we move along to Menengal on Saturday night where we've got the Go Girlfriend final and a few really strong heats of the Autumn Gift as well. Good luck if you're playing into any of those cards of racing. Finding winners will be back tomorrow morning here on Sky Sports Radio at 10.30.